medicine does what it's supposed to do, which is to release or whatever strength that medicine has been given, to keep it at a steady, constant level in your body, to fight against whatever it needs to fight against, to suppress whatever it needs to suppress, to release whatever it needs to release, whatever it's supposed to do, in short. When you take in the Word of God and you meditate that Word, that means you bring God's Word before your mind, what God has spoken. When you meditate on God's Word, when you bring God's Word to your mind, that means the one who takes God's Word and he or she constantly thinks about it. That means while you're working, you bring before your mind that one or two important things God has spoken to you, or three things, or four things, whatever it is. You just keep playing it in your mind. You have no room for anything else. No room for daydreaming, no room for vain thoughts, no room for other thoughts that Satan would bring from the past or anything that is destructive. The constructive word of God will build you and simultaneously it will tear down everything that's false. That's how potent God's word is. When you meditate upon God's word, when you bring it before your mind, and you keep it before you day and night. Even when you go to sleep, you bring that word of God before you. And you keep that as your focus. That's what you keep looking at. You will eventually become that. Because something happens more potent than any time released medicine. This word of God will just work. It'll keep on working inside of you. It'll release something that your eyes cannot see. It'll release something into your spirit man that your natural eyes cannot see. You keep taking in that word. It does something. There's a release that takes place inside of you where you're being built up and, and whatever was against you from the enemy, your old nature, there's a destruction of the old nature and there's a construction of the new nature that takes place so it's very important when it comes to meditating God's word you take God's word and you meditate on a particular scripture or a particular point that God has given all through the day and all through the night so the reason why we are doing recaps and reviews and and everyone gets a few minutes to talk about what God spoke and how they're going to apply is not just to keep it interactive. No, that's not the focus at all. The focus is really for you to remember through the day. Remember throughout your afternoons and throughout your evenings, throughout your mornings, what God has spoken. So when you say it to yourself, 
in the midst of God's people. But this is what I'm going to meditate on. That's going to help you to remember. And when you really meditate on it, it's going to benefit you beyond your understanding because these are supernatural things. If a little pill can do something to your body, how much more? God's Word, which created the whole world, can create something substantial inside of you. This is what God spoke yesterday during prophecy, that the, the power of God that comes from God's Word is so powerful, it can turn your darkness into light, it can turn your night into day, it can replace that vacuum with something brand new and glorious, it's so powerful, because God's Word has that creative power, God's Word has the power to bring into existence that which is not there. Very important. Very, very important to know and to believe. So God's Word, it has the power to change an angry person into a patient person. God's Word has the power to take a proud person and make that person into a humble person. What is happening? There's a shift taking place. There's a replacing taking place. There's a building up and a tearing down taking place through the power of God's Word. So His power overtakes whatever ugliness, whatever dark nature, whatever destructive nature that was brought inside of you by your choices, or whatever door that you opened. Now by welcoming in the Word of God, the Word of God takes over. It overpowers the powers of darkness. It overpowers your old nature. It overpowers your nature of worrying or being anxious or being quick to speak or being quick to get angry or being quick to be snappy or being quick to give up. There are some people who give up very easily. But when the Word of God goes in, there's a destruction of the old nature that will take place. And there will be a construction of a new nature. So you can't build a beautiful building on top of an old, broken down, moldy house. In order for someone to build a good building, they'll first destroy the old property. To the foundation level, they'll destroy They'll take everything out and then they will start something new. The whole plan will be new. The whole structure will be new. Everything will be new. So in order for everything to become new, everything from the old has to be removed. That's why God's Word says, if anyone is in Christ... He or she is a new creation. Old things have passed away, gone. And all things have become 
new. Without the old being gone, there's no room for the newness. Um, old things have passed away, and all things have become new. When God is working in us, there's a destruction of the old that will take place. If anything new needs to be done in our lives, the old things that were destroying us, they all must go. They need to be destroyed. It's important. Very important. If you want to bring new furniture in, you need to throw the old ones out. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. The Word of God is very powerful. Very, very powerful. It can build you up and it can tear down the old. That's why it's very important to meditate upon God's Word. It's important to meditate upon God's Word. What we need to focus on, what we need to keep in front of us, is God's Word. What we meditate keeping God's Word before us. Meditate on God's Word day and night will cause us to Become like Jesus in every way. And we saw this in life training school. Becoming like Jesus is the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. They both go hand in hand. We'll have the nature of Jesus and we'll have the power of Jesus. When I say nature of Jesus, nature of Jesus consists of the power of Jesus. But it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. When we have the fruit of the Spirit and it gives the Spirit, we become a threat to the kingdom of darkness. That's when we really become number one enemy to Satan, which is a good thing. So meditating upon God's Word day and night is important. Meditating upon God's Word day and night is essential. For a Christian, meditating upon God's Word day and night is not enough. Meditating upon God's Word day and night is not an option for a believer. It is like the air we breathe. If we want to live if we want to live spiritually, then we must meditate upon God's Word. Then we will live. When I say live, that means flourish. Not exist, but live. There's a difference between existing and living. You don't want to just take some spot and take some space and be there 
just to be there. Because we know from God's word, if we don't bear fruit, we will be removed. Because there's no wastage in God's kingdom. So every tree must bear fruit. Every branch that abides in Christ must bear fruit. Must bear fruit. So the branch can be in the vine without bearing fruit. At that point, the branch will be cut away because it will be called a dead branch. There's no death in the kingdom of God. It's only life. So the branch that is in the vine must bear fruit. Someone who is in the kingdom of God must be alive. There's no death in God's kingdom. So in order for a person to be alive, they must breathe. They must breathe. And the air that we breathe in God's kingdom is God's word. We walk by faith and not by sight. What is that faith? Faith in God's word. Faith in God's word is having faith in God himself. That's what we breathe. We breathe in God's word. And we manifest the nature of God. So those who meditate upon God's word day and night, those who meditate upon God's word day and night, are bound to produce an excellent abundant fruit. So just have this in your minds that whatever sin nature, whatever old nature, whatever infirmity, even lack physical, lack You may think that I don't have this to accomplish this or I am not equipped in this or I don't have this skill or I don't have that. All those negative things, if it is negative, it will be overpowered by the fullness of the Word of God. When? When you bring in his word into your mind. When that God's word, when that word of God goes inside of you, by you choosing to take it in, it works better than a time-release medicine. It just goes in and begins to do the supernatural work that only God's word can do. It's power. God's word is power. God's word is very potent. God's word is bound to work. God's word never returns void. God's word is meant to accomplish something eternal. 
It's not a temporary high, but it's something permanent. This is the reason why Satan will oppose people from reading the word and believing the word. It's fine as long as you pray your own way. The people who pray, they'll say, I like praying, I pray here, I pray that, I like worship music, I play this, I play that. And he's not afraid of any of those things. You know why? Because those are all me-centered. I do what I want to do. Even when I pray, I pray what I want to pray because it's not spirit-led, you see. Because the spirit-led prayers cannot come without the Word of God. It proceeds from the Word of God. Our prayers must proceed from the Word of God. If the Word of God is not there, our prayers are not going to do much. Jesus said this. Behold, days are coming. Behold, the days are coming when people will worship Him, worship God, in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such who worship Him. How are we supposed to worship God? Two important components here. Through the Spirit of God. And by the Word of God. That's where the truth is. Truth is the Word. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. The Word. The Word is Jesus. We worship Him with His Word. And we worship Him through the Spirit of God. That's why there's much opposition for these two things. That's why Satan has cleverly gone to people where they say, well, there's no baptism of the Holy Spirit. Well, there's no gifts of the Holy Spirit. Those all ended a long time ago. What did the devil do? He just shut down a huge component of worship, a huge component of reaching God. By causing people who don't give importance to God's word to be led astray by shutting down this huge area of the need for the Holy Spirit to lead us into that worship or prayer that will reach the Father. So, worshiping God must be through the Spirit. So the Spirit of God is very important. They that worship God must worship Him in spirit. And in truth. There are some people who say spirit, 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 but no word. They can't sit still and hear the word. They can't sit still and read the word. They can't sit still and meditate upon the word. Very little of the word. And what happens? There's no fruit. And they can spiritually die. 
You need the word. You need the oxygen and you need the food. We can't say, well, I have oxygen and that'll sustain me. No. We need food. We need water. We need air. These three cannot be compromised. We need the word of God. We need the spirit of God. We need to be doers of the word of God. You can't compromise that. The doers of the word of God is faith. Just like we need oxygen, food, and water, we cannot live without either one of them. We need all three. We need the word of God. We need the spirit of God. And we need the faith to be placed, our faith to be placed upon the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Only then can we grow. Only then are we going to bring forth the fruit that God is looking for through Him, through the Spirit of God working inside of us, and through us, we will bring forth much fruit. So just have this in your mind as the Spirit of the Lord wants you to. To really know the importance of the working of the Holy Spirit in your life. The importance of the Word of God working in your life, who is Jesus. That's how you reach the Father. And the importance of your faith in the Word. The importance of your faith in the Spirit of God. For you to be the doer of the Word, your faith must be mixed with His Word through His Spirit. He does the work. You join with Him. And God gives you the supernatural increase. When you take His Word seriously, when you take the Spirit of God seriously, and give time and thought to meditating His Word. Meditate upon God's word day and night you'll be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water bringing forth his fruit or your fruit in your season no matter what happens your leaves will never wither no matter how heavy the winds blow No matter how dry the climate they become, your tree will not be affected by its surroundings because of the Word and the Spirit of God working inside of you. When you deliberately mix your faith with His Word, 
having the Spirit of God work in you. Then, your external situations will not affect you. Because there's an internal work that's going on. Your roots are taking in the water that is coming from that river of the Holy Spirit. When does this happen? When you meditate on God's Word day and night. So taking those points that God has really touched your spirit with, take that and bring it before you throughout the day. Instead of chit-chatting and instead of uh, thinking about the current news and, you know, what's the politics and what is this and what is that, instead of um, flooding yourself with information that does not profit your spirit, flood yourself with the Word of God. Flood yourself with, with that which will profit your soul. Flood yourself with that which will make you into a powerhouse in your generation. Flood yourself with that which will change you. Change you. I don't think anyone will like their old nature. I don't think anyone will really look at themselves in the mirror and how they used to be how they still have some things that needs to be changed. Whatever it is, when you put your old self, it's a pretty ugly image. You don't want anything to do with it. And when you put the new nature that Christ has called you to be, it's such a, a beautiful nature, totally opposite to the old nature. The image that you yourself don't like and hate. I can even expect God to like it. Or others to benefit from it. But it's through the cross, it's through His Word, that the old nature, thanks be to God, is gone once and for all. God's Word says that new nature comes. The old is gone and the new has begun. But how can it practically take place? Positionally, what has been given by God has to be practically worked out. And how does it happen? It's by you. Being an active participant in your own spiritual growth. What God has given, you take it and you put it to use. He gives you the manna. It's your job to collect it and eat it. Then it does wonders inside of you. That you can't do. Doing wonders inside of you, you cannot do. Just like your medicine. The doctor gives you the medicine. You take it. You swallow it. Drink water. And it's done. But you have to remember to do it. If it's important to you, you will do it. No matter what you forget, you will do it. If your life depends upon it, there are certain medicines you can't play with. 
People are very careful with those things. When you know that your life depends upon God's word, you'll be very careful. You won't play with it. When you know that this is the power to change you, when you know that this is the power to transform you, when you know that this is the power to do wonders inside of you, all you need to do is take it in. And your life will no longer be the same. But it takes faith. Just like you have faith to faithfully take your medication. You need to have faith to faithfully take in God's word. It'll do wonders for you. What you can't do, God's word will do. Inside of you, all you need to do is take it by faith. The changing part, the empowering part, the cleansing part, the removing part, the building part, that which you, you cannot do deep within your spirit and within your soul, in your mind, God's word will do it. And you have to do your part. This is why we have this time during the morning calls to take that time to review, do a recap of what God spoke the previous day so we can hear it one more time. No one should just say, well, they're going to have the recap tomorrow so I'm going to be doing my own thing during the time when God is speaking, it's not going to do any good for you then because you're neglecting when the Spirit of God is speaking. So never think I can just go by recap and just when my turn comes, I can just say something. I said this before. This is not like a class or like a school test or like a place where I can just say something to make myself look good. No. This is for your own benefit. This is concerning eternal things. This is concerning your soul. So it should never be, I'm just going to take a couple of points from what I heard and I'll just jot it down and I'm just going to say it when my turn comes. You can do that. You can feel good about yourself. But at the end of the day, spiritually, you'll get a zero before God. Because you're in performance mode, not in practice mode. You need to be in practice mode. That means you need to be a doer of the word, not a performer. We're called to live the word, not to perform the word. Live the word. The word will work in us. And we will be living epistles walking around. And people see us, they'll see Jesus, they'll see the Word in action. And it's a byproduct of our real walk with God by being doers of His Word. So have this in mind. Integrity, the core of everything, is the most important for anyone who would want to grow and bear fruit. We either live or we die. Spiritually, we either bear fruit or we are barren spiritually. We are either in or we are out spiritually. There's no depth in the body of Jesus Christ. There's no 
barrenness in the body of Jesus Christ. When the barrenness comes, that branch will be removed. May we have this in mind because these are very serious things that we need to always remember. There are many false teachings that are all over this world that Satan has spread like cancer. Which is taking over the church at large. And many, many people who think they're going to heaven are going to hell. And many people who thought they'll be in heaven are in hell. So we have to be very careful, never gamble with our souls. Because once it's over, it's over, there's no coming back. So while it is day, before night comes, when no one can work, while it is day, it is important for us to take the matters pertaining to our soul very seriously. Remember this, this is the equation according to God's word. When your soul prospers, your body will prosper. Your finances will prosper. Your family will prosper. Everything pertaining to this world that is attached to you will prosper when your soul prospers. When God becomes the number one priority in your life, then everything that is attached to you will prosper. You don't have to run after those things. When you fill yourself with God's word, God's word is bound to prosper you in everything you do, whatever you touch will prosper. That's God's word. So we don't have to worry about physical prosperity, material prosperity. We don't have to worry about all those things. The main thing that we really need to care about is the soul, which is going to live forever. But along with it comes all the blessings of God that God has promised for all His people. So let's put first things first and be wise. Be like the wise virgins who made sure that they had enough and more. They were the ones who were not put to shame. They were the ones who did whatever they had to do in this world. But their focus was, I need to be ready for the bridegroom. And so they did what they had to do. They slept when they had to sleep. When, when, but when the bridegroom came, they had what they needed. And they were the ones who made it. So in this world, we have many responsibilities. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to take care of our children if we have. We have to take care of our spouses if we have. We have to take care of our jobs if we have. We have to take care of cooking, cleaning, mommy duties, daddy duties, wife duties, husband duties, employee duties. Whatever duties we may have, it is His Word who empowers us 
to excel in all things, to be the best. You can be the best in every role that God has given to you on earth. If you have God Almighty as number one in your life. You can get an A plus in everything. That's what God has called us to be. If you get an A plus before God, you'll get an A plus in everything. But with God, if you get a C, then everywhere you go, that's how it's going to be. In short, keep your focus on that which matters the most, which is to please God in all things. When you do that, automatically, your tongue will be wise and it will be sweet. Automatically, there will be truth in the inward parts of your being. You will never be working on self-defense mode. A lot of times, a lot of sin happens because of self-preservation. I want to make myself look good. I want others to think good of me. What is God? thinks of us is the most important thing. I want to prove myself to be this way, a certain image before people. We're just wasting our time when we do that. But through the Spirit of God, We can be like Daniel, we can be like Joseph, we can be like Isaac, we can be like Abraham. We can be like Apostle Paul, we can be like Apostle Peter, we can be like Apostle John. We can be like Stephen. We can be like Job. We can be like Enoch. We can be like Elizabeth. when we make God our priority. We'll be like the tree that is planted by the rivers of water, bring forth the fruit in our season, will not be affected by any external force. doesn't matter if you get sick, your family members get sick. You'll be in that praise mode, not in that cranky mode. doesn't matter what happens around you. Who says what? Even if hundred people throw mud at your face, it's not going to affect you if you're so full of Jesus. You will still be blessing people, not cursing them. Your external surroundings will not affect you. You know that people say, he pushed my buttons, She pushed my buttons. So what did you do? You fired at them. What is inside will come out. All of a sudden that Christian nature is gone. The devil's nature comes out. Wow. Was it inside? May God help us May God help us to have his word inside of us.
be so full of his word. The Apostle Paul said, I was pressed on every side, but what still came out? The nature of Christ. We have to be like that. Not by our own doing, huffing and puffing, but by meditating on God's word, being a doer of his word, letting God's word change you. Take his word, meditate on it, do it. It takes practice. It takes practice. Have you seen a little child trying to get a cup or hold a glass of water? Their little hands wobble, but have you seen them so carefully take it so that it doesn't spill? But as they keep doing it, they won't have to even worry about it because their hands are getting stronger. But it takes that effort, the diligence to have that. Mommy said, Daddy said, you have to take it without spilling it. And they take it seriously. That's why Jesus says, unless you're converted as his little child, you cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. The simplicity, that obedience, faith of a child should be in us when it comes to doing what God has told us to do. We have to make that effort. But we make it with faith. When you make that effort with faith, something happens on the inside. Something substantial happens on the inside. Where suddenly your spiritual muscles get stronger. Suddenly you're able to do what you were not able to do. Suddenly you are able to talk differently. Suddenly you are able to think differently. Suddenly you are able to behave differently. Guess what? Others around you will notice the difference. If your family members don't notice the change inside of you, because they are your witnesses, then you know that change is not taking place yet. That means you have to take in the Word of God. If you're taking the Word of God, they're bound to see the difference. They're bound to see the difference. Those who are closest to you are your number one observers. At your workplace, people will notice the difference. People who see you complaining all the time, suddenly they'll see you not complaining, but joyful all the time. You know how many people can come to Jesus just by your witness, without even saying a word, by your change in your life. You know how many people be drawn to a tree that is full of fruits, without it standing and advertising, hey, I'm mango tree, I'm mango tree. No. That smell of those mangoes will draw people closer to that tree to get those mangoes. That's what Jesus said. Buy your love for one another. People will know that you are my disciples. Not just saying, hey, I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. 
Jesus is my Lord. If you agree with it, click Amen, like Amen. It's like really laughable. Satan will stand and laugh. Really. How do we live? And the encouragement that the Spirit of God is bringing to us emphatically today, this morning, is you can be someone so full of His sweetness, so full of His power, so full of His glory. Just people who see your life can be drawn to your Savior. And so meditating on His Word day and night is very, very important. But have this in your mind. We were going to go into discussing for a few minutes Reflection, I should say. Two minutes on what we were going to meditate on. But God changed our direction. He spoke on the importance of meditating and how to meditate. So, having heard that this morning, take this very important word from God to heart and put it to practice. So whatever you heard from Sunday, whatever you heard from yesterday, and with what God has spoken on today, put it to use all through this day. We're not going to go into into the reflection part today. You can do it on your own. But what you've heard is very important. When God changes our direction, He says, He should talk, and that's what we do. At that time, we stop talking and we listen. So it's time to put that to practice today. And you keep this in front of you. And if you have this recording saved, and listen to it from time to time, it'll bless you. I'll write it down and Read from time to time. It'll bless you. It's important. Very important. So just keep this in front of you as we are going to pray now. Remember what God has spoken and take what God has spoken at this hour and make it your own. Now we're going to pray. Five of you were led by the Lord. You want to commit yourself to meditating on God's Word. Commit yourself to being a doer of God's word. Commit yourself to being someone who would bear fruit by taking in what God has spoken this morning and whatever God has spoken to you, two to three minutes each. If you can, take what God has spoken seriously and pray, then it will definitely benefit your soul. So I'm going to mute myself before then I'm going to pray and just um, conclude this as the Spirit of the Lord wants me I'm just going to pray and then we can stop the recording and then uh, I think Pastor Pradeep wants to say something so once he's done we can stop the recording I'm just going to pray first Father we thank you Lord for this time thank you Lord for what you've spoken this morning you are our amazing God Lord, you are the best teacher. 
Father, you care for us so much. You come and show us the way. You care for us so much. That when we turn to the right or when we turn to the left, you come and speak to us and you say, this is the way. Walk in it. We thank you, Lord, for your tender voice. We thank you, Lord, for your loving voice. We thank you, Lord, for your gentle voice. We thank you for your firm voice. We thank you, Lord, that you are our Father in heaven and you are our best teacher. And you are our best helper. You help us in time of our need and you're always there with us to empower us, to strengthen us, to correct us, to help us, to mold us, to become just like Jesus. So I thank you for giving us this word this morning in addition to what you've spoken to us, oh Lord, during the past several days. We just give ourselves over to you and we ask you, Lord, to continue to do a deeper work that our lives may become pleasant aroma to you. And I bless you people with this blessing this morning. That they may take what you have given. Take it very seriously. Take it very joyfully. Take it enthusiastically. Take it wholeheartedly. And live by it, Father. With this blessing, I bless them with. As a servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I bless you people with this blessing that you alone can bless them with. That they may be the people of God would reflect the nature of Jesus Christ by walking intimately with the Holy Spirit and by devouring your word day and night. I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.